0: Chan it Down radio's coming to you live from the Hawaiian Islands, coming from the perspective of complete freedom, coming from wisdom outside the system and then some. This is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten. At this point in time, humanity's been kept from the truth, so Chan it Down Radio offers the coordinates to a path out. You're searching for something whole Cause what you see, realize, You're watching this world unfold The truth beneath the lies Rekindling what's been stole. The need to free one's mind Uncover the truth expose So People see the light. Let's shut it down so we can know. It's simple, we just break it down a little bit so we can process all. Make the switch and elevate yourself to conscious mode. And it's beneficial we can get this concept and Get the future generators, want to start the whole thing. With the message ready. we can start a post. Taking and assimilating, getting lots of numbers. Waking up the population, Try to stop hypnosis. Welcome back to Chan It Down Radio. I'm your host, Loomis. This is Chan It Down Radio. The website is ChanItDownRadio.com. This is episode 141, Understanding Hawaii. This is the intro, and I'm just here to tell you what the episode's about today. This is a little bit out of the normal episode, uh, something a little different to get your head out of the regular crap that's going on right now. I thought I would give you a show that's sort of kind of come about through emails, So people ask me, what's Hawaii like? And I said from day one of this podcast way back that I would share with you... Stuff about Hawaii as well. So, I thought I'd put this episode together. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly, and all the truth about Hawaii. So, it is no holds barred. It's going to be a show basically just telling you how it is, and especially in this current COVID 19 situation as of this recording. So, I'm going to get into that as well. Another thing that I'm going to be doing for the first 10 minutes of the show is going over some things for, especially if you're a new listener, you want to listen to the, the parts about the website and if you're an old listener just know i'm not on i'm not on blog talk radio anymore so uh you want to listen to that but you can skip past the first 10 minutes if you're an old time listener but i just want to share things about the website hey this is part of a two-part uh two episodes in one day i'm doing which is rare on channel down radio and so this is one i'm doing right now and listen to the other one i'm doing later on today let's all have you guys it down Welcome back to Down Radio. I'm your host, Loomis. This is episode 141, and I'll get into the subject matter in a little bit. I'm going to spend about 10 minutes here going over a little bit of news and a little bit about this show because I'm feeling that a lot of new listeners are coming in, and I want you to kind of know Down Radio. So if you are already a Down Radio listener, basically you can just skip ahead about 10 minutes. But just so you know, those of you who are listeners... This show is no longer on Blog Talk Radio. I talked about that about 40 episodes ago. I was saying, yep, I think I'm going to end my my uh, podcasting on Blog Talk Radio. But it, it just was convenient. to I knew how to use it, so I just sort of kept on going with it a lot longer than I wanted to until I found the proper podcast host. So here I am now, no longer on Blog Talk Radio. So where you go to find this show is all of the major podcast platforms like uh, iTunes and uh, uh, Spotify, um, Stitcher, uh, the the whole lot of them. Pretty much I'm on all of those things. That's where you find Down Radio. So now that you know that, um, don't go anymore looking on Blog Talk Radio. 140 episodes on there, that's it. And now I'm doing things my way, the way I want to do them, more independent-like. And uh, I, think, I think this show will uh, ultimately improve anyway because that was kind of holding me back. And I actually had to pay for their services, which is, you know, hindering in a lot of ways. So anyway, so if you're a new listener to the show... I recommend that you go look through the website. I see very few visits to the website and I know people are lazy about it and you know they you might find this show on many of the podcasting platforms and and that's fine, but where the website comes in is it comes in important because I on this show Chant It Down Radio, I do s- mini series. I do shows where I'll come back and talk on a topic so for example last episode was 140 covid uh, conscious uh, chemtrails and consciousness that's what it's called but if you look at on a, in the parentheses it was the real skyfall part 12 so you might be thinking well, where's part 11 and and all all the rest well that's because I come back and talk about that particular subject so what you do is you go to the website the website is the headquarters for Chan it Down Radio. So if I ever get kicked off any of you know the, the other platforms uh, because of the censorship that's so rampant lately, then I recommend always going to the website. First of all, it gives you the news on what's going on with Chan it Down Radio. I don't always update it, but you can go to that section and that kind of can keep you updated, but really what you want to do, if you're interested in the mini-series that I do, go to the Series of Shows page, and you'll find all of the mini-series of shows listed, you know, from Part 1 to whatever I've got to. That's where you can catch up on those things, so go to the website. There is also no old shows on Channet Down Radio. It's a show that I cover things that are relevant now. Most things that I talk about, there's a few... Uh, episodes that you can exclude from that, but most things matter now and have mattered, and they're things that um, you can carry with you. I try to keep the show timeless, so there there's no reason to avoid the archives. You know, everybody always likes to listen to the newest show, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best, not on Chant Down Radio, because you can go back, and things are still relevant to today and I think it's important to do that. So don't be afraid to venture into the archives because that's where you're going to find the rest of Channel Down Radio and the newest show doesn't always mean the best show. All right, so series of shows page on channeldownradio.com. That's the website. I don't know if I just said that or not, but go there and that will give you the series of shows. There's an all shows page, you know, it goes from episode one and up and that'll, you know, If you just want to listen like that, you can do that too. Um, And another thing on the website is, I've added more recently, is my YouTube show, Truth-Filled Trajectory. So if you would like to subscribe to that show, go subscribe on YouTube. I've also put it on BitChute and Brighton, which um, I've just found enough places to put the videos in case those get kicked off. Uh, Truth-Filled Trajectory is a visual representation of this show it's not as thorough it's more visuals and it's me driving around going places showing you things uh and it's you know uh still evolving but um subscribe and you should enjoy and this show though is the headquarters for all the information chan down radio is where it's at truthful trajectory Gives you an additional complementary complimentary visuals of things. And um, check out my latest one if you haven't seen it, which is uh, UFOs uh, from a plane window over Hawaii. And um, I think that is part six into the Truth Filled Trajectory series so far. But yeah, check that out. And uh, as far as guests, this show, I haven't had guests in a while. Um, I don't live in a place that conducts radio well. I have open windows because I live in Hawaii, and we'll get to that. We have open louvers here, so a lot of sound gets in. Um, And lately, because of COVID and everything, I've had a full house and not a space to do radio. So the problem is um, I haven't had room for guests, but I want guests on the show. I've had guests in the past, and you can look at all the different guests I've had, and um, I will continue to have guests. I don't know when the next guest is, and if there is a guest that you would like to have on this show, write me at this at gmail.com, and we'll try to get somebody on, you know, that you might feel would fit on this show. Uh, and so, and if you would like to hear me on radio shows, you know, feel free to, you know, in, contact hosts and I'll gladly come on any show uh, and uh, talk about things. So anyway, the, that's uh, what I want to say for now. Guests are kind of on pause, but not to say that I don't want guests on a lot of my shows. It's just me uh, talking about things that uh, really matter and important information. And, and if guests can come and improve on that. That's what I have them on for. And also, if you go on the website, you'll see the support uh, page, and that allows my work to continue. And if you enjoy the work on the show, the best thing you can honestly do at this point is share the show. Uh, because of current events, a lot of people don't have extra money. But if you would like to support the show financially, you can donate. You can donate. There's a couple of different donation op- options and Uh, If you would like to buy my CD, I know CD, but I I have an album that I've done as an ex uh, hip hop artist that um, is basically the truth uh, through a musical form. Um, And uh, so if you want to purchase the album, you'll see that on the support page. I do have a Patreon page. I haven't visited in like a year there, and well, it's probably a mess. But anyway, you can also donate that way if you feel like you want to donate uh, to uh, the show to help it to um, become something more. Because I would, I've always wanted to make this show more, but my time is limited, and I've had to put it basically on the back burner. Uh, but it doesn't mean I ever give up on Shanty Down Radio. It's just that if I had more financial backing, I would have more time to put this as a priority. So anyway, that. Uh, can be done if you want to support the show But again, the website is the headquarters for Channel Down Radio So if you want to know anything Or if this show disappears off anything It's always going to be on the website As long as the website's up Which uh, should be pretty solid But you, you never know in today's world But what I want you to come here for Is a fresh breath of air An escape from the sheeple mentality out there The people that, that are are on the, the level that you just can't relate to anymore. This show is a view into the truth of the world and, and in turn to help others. So that's why you share the show, and that way uh, people can. You know, learn the basic... Look, I'm a very basic person. I don't put things in hard-to-understand ways. I want people of all sorts to understand what's going on in the world. And I hope that Channet Down Radio can do that to further people's consciousness to, in turn, act on making this a better world to live in. So, go to radiocom I'm no longer on Blog Talk Radio. And, anyway, I hope that... Um, you can inspire more listeners and if i can inspire you to be a listener and uh take in some of this information i'm doing something right all right well the name the main topic today is understanding hawaii and uh what I'm hoping to do here, well, first of all, we're gonna get out of the gloom and doom of the present world here, and just kind of—I um, mean, I will include some things that are going on now, of course, but um, kind of include a, a topic that I've—I've, I've, um, you know, uh, kind of wanted to put on this show for a while, just sort of backburned it, and you know, here it is. So we're gonna take a micro look today. Uh, Hawaii is an interesting place. I live here. It's much more than just a beautiful place or the 50th state of the United States. And, um, I, I've said from day one on this show that I always will be reporting to you from the unique place in which I live in and talk about it. So that's another aspect of this show is you get this angle from the lens of living here in Hawaii. Uh, what I've come to realize is most people don't really know Hawaii. So this, this episode today is, is here to kind of inform you on what it's really like. And I, I, I'm going to say up front here, I love Hawaii. Hawaii is a beautiful place with some beautiful people and it's like no other. And it is a place that I call home. It's not perfect. And I'm going to say some things today that sound contradictory to what I'm saying right now, but this is Chanted Down Radio, and we chant down the bullshit to get to the truth. So I'm going to say that about Hawaii, too. So it's going to be no holds barred here. We're going to go into the whole thing and just kind of, you know, um, give you an idea of what it's like. And don't take that, you know, I'm some ambassador of knowledge. And I I know all about Hawaii. You don't, you know, but I think I have a, a pretty good background Being from here, so I can give you an idea of what it's like. And some people that live here don't really know and understand it that well. And so I'm going to take you through a look into it and, of course, unveil truth. It's a lot of things. Hawaii is a lot of things to a lot of people, and the islands are so contrasted that each island is very different from each other. And because of of microclimates, each side of each island is dramatically different in look and feel. And so uh, every person has a different take on the Hawaiian islands. Every ethnic group has a different take on it, and different regions of different islands have a different take on it. So no two views on Hawaii are going to be exactly the same. Hawaii, in one description, is impossible. So it's it's a, it's a place of many contrasts, and it is... Uh, you know, a very interesting place. But let's let's go over, first of all, just to kind of break the ice here, let's get into the misconceptions about Hawaii. Uh, you know, one of the things that I've heard traveling other places, I mean, people actually think this. Let's start here. People live in grass huts, okay? All right, that's, that's actually what I've heard people think that Hawaii still is like, that people live in grass huts. Well, Honolulu, is, I live in Honolulu, is our largest city. And on this island, we have on the island of Oahu, which I live, is over a million people. Uh, Honolulu is a major, a a major city. It is, it's big enough. And if you've never seen, uh, any photos of it or really looked into it, I recommend you check out Truthful Trajectory, episode one, in which I go through, um, uh, I actually have a couple now videos where I go through our, our rough neighborhoods, our slums, and, uh, you know, that's a different take on Hawaii again, but you can see, you know, that the city is quite large. So, uh, no, we have more high-rises than most U.S. cities. In fact, I think we're the fourth most amount of high-rises in the United States. So, you know, it's a very modern city here, and there are no grass huts. But as far as going into, like, you know, looking into those ghetto videos, that's, that's uh, you, you take homeless in, in, in looking at living in tents and makeshift shacks, you know, that's as close as it gets, but grass huts, no. Uh, that ended a very long time ago, right pretty much after the white settlers arrived here. So, uh, no, people do not live in grass huts. Another misconception that people have about Hawaii is that we have volcanoes everywhere, that we must be running all the time from volcanoes and living in fear Well, that is entirely wrong. In fact, the only active volcano in Hawaii is on the Big Island. And if you're confused on that name, let me just kind of go over it real quick. The Big Island is not the main island. I'm on the main island, Oahu. The Big Island is bigger than all the other islands. Actually, it's bigger than all the other islands put together. It's big but it's not the main island. It's Hawaii Island, so we call it Big Island because it's a little confusing, right? So you could say, I'm going to Hawaii, and someone could say, what island? You say, well, I'm going to the Big Island. The Big Island is the newest island, and I'll get into, I'm going to give you a brief description of all the islands later, but that is the only island that has an active volcano, Kilauea, and it's been erupting since 1983, um, and it is actually not erupting right now. It's only one section of that huge island, and so that's where there is an active volcano. Here and the rest of the islands, we're not even thinking about it, okay? So there there is not volcanoes everywhere. We have extinct volcanoes and mountains everywhere that once were volcanoes, but the rest of the islands are not above the stationary hotspot in which the big island is above right now, and that's why it has activity. All right. So there are not volcanoes everywhere, and another misconception that people have about the Hawaiian Islands is that people must speak Hawaiian everywhere, and that is a big misconception too, because the Hawaiian language, it's a dead language. it, it is it is um, not. It is the la- it is the name of all of our place names. Not all of them. You know, Pearl Harbor is obviously not a Hawaiian name, but. Um, most of the names in Hawaii are Hawaiian and the street names and stuff. So place names, yes, but as far as a language that people speak, you'd be surprised how few people speak it because that's because there's so few Hawaiians. There's less than 6,000 full-blooded native Hawaiians. That's it. And between 3 to 6% of our population is of Hawaiian descent. That means people who are of many mixed ancestries. Um, the Hawaiian language was an oral language. And when the missionaries wanted to print Bibles, they wanted to print faster. Trans, And, you know, some say it could be a conspiracy. I, I would, wouldn't doubt it at all. That letters were removed in order so Hawaiians couldn't even, you know, con connect with their own culture. So there's been about five letters removed. There's only 12 letters in the Hawaiian alphabet. And it was illegal to speak Hawaiian in Hawaii. It was illegal to speak it in public and teach it in school. It was kind of only allowed in music and the arts and entertainment. And so that's where it resided. But really, locals in Hawaii, across the board, speak pidgin English. And that would be um, the main dialect. And it's English, but it includes many influences of other cultures that are here because most of Hawaii is other cultures. In fact, our largest ethnic group is Filipino. And so um, I would say as far as Hawaiian people, there's more Samoans and Tongans here from the South Pacific than there, than, than there actually is 100% Hawaiians. So just to let you know, People don't speak Hawaiian here. People speak English, and locals speak pidgin, which is a mix of, you know, uh, you know, a lot of different culture influences. Okay, another misconception about Hawaii is that everyone goes to luau. So, oh, you must go to a luau. It's like, what? I've never even been to one. Other than actually working at a hotel. I, I worked at a hotel and <clears throat> set up for a luau. But yeah, no, not everyone goes to luaus. luaus are for tourists. All right, luaus are <clears throat> um, a tourist thing, and the Hawaii that they portray to the tourists is not Hawaii. It's a complete fantasy. And you know, there are there are Hawaiian feasts, you know, but no dancing. You know, I I mean, generally, a big family will get together, eat, watch football. That's that's about that. You know. Yes, the Hawaiian culture is not intact. So, when when people talk about luaus, that's strictly for tourists. It really is. You know, that's that's for you to come, visit, enjoy this fake version of Hawaii if you like. Another misconception is that we must grow pineapples everywhere. Well, Pineapples are not hardly an industry. In fact, the only island that grows commercial pineapple is this one, Oahu, nowadays, and we don't export. That's it. So pineapples are not a thing anymore because it's too expensive to produce here, and it's not new. It's been happening since the 70s and the 80s. In fact, it's really just downgraded so much that there is hardly any use for agriculture in Hawaii because of the shipping costs. And the costs of land and labor, you know, so people can uh, charge, you know, uh, 50 cents an hour to people in Central America and Southeast Asia or $15 an hour here to pick pineapple. So that's what the big businesses did. And I'm sure that sounds familiar like many other industries in America that have gone but yeah, pineapples are native to Brazil and Paraguay. They're not even from here, you know? They're just a imported fruit. Hawaiians never grew pineapples in their traditional cultural setting. So there is nothing that really is to do with pineapples here other than the Dole Company, which is a corrupt, evil fucking company in the middle of this island that grows some pineapple for uh, domestic use. And uh, I wouldn't doubt that pesticides are heavy and they're... You know, not a good company. All right? So, pineapples are not from Hawaii. Ukuleles are Portuguese. Ukuleles are brought in here by the Portuguese settlers. Macadamia nuts, our are, are trees are, are from Australia. Coconuts were brought here by the original Polynesians. And, you know, there were not even hardly any edible plants in the Hawaiian Islands before Hawaii, uh, before uh, settlers came in here. So, um, so yeah, when we when we talk about we're talking about, you know, what's from here, it was so isolated that not much could get here. So the things that people think are Hawaii are not Hawaii. So what is Hawaii? Hawaii is a mix of many things, and that's what it is. Um, we have such a variety of cultures in Hawaii that make it up that it is a, um, like I said from the beginning, it is, it is many things. Now, uh, a little brief history of the islands just so you kind of know. I don't want to bore you with uh, a history lesson here, but a brief timeline just to understand how the islands were um, colonized and how everybody got here. Of course, the original Polynesians they think came here in three hundred A.D. They were a smaller statured people. Then you had a larger statured people come here in around eleven hundred A.D. from Tahiti, and they became the reigning Hawaiians that were here until Captain Cook came here in nineteen. I mean, seventeen seventy eight, and uh, and found Hawaii, and found many places. So you got to wonder about that guy. Uh, what he really knew and what maps he really had. But anyway, finding these really isolated islands brought in, uh, you know, western interests. And so uh, western weapons were brought into the Hawaiian Islands. And so uh, once they were introduced, you know, warfare had changed because the Hawaiian Islands were at warfare. Hawaii was brought together as a kingdom in 1795 by King Kamehameha. He was the first of the Kamehameha bloodline who um, uh, conquered each island. He had Western weapons and made a kingdom out of Hawaii. So the kingdom of Hawaii would be started with him, and there were uh, five King Kamehamehas, and then we had uh, William Lunalilo, and then we had David Kalakaua, And then we had Queen Liliuokalani as the last uh, reigning monarch here. Slowly, the islands changed with each one combined with Western interests and elite families. Some of the elite families that came here, such as the Judds, the Doles, the Kaisers, the Morgans, the Bishops, Thurston's, Baldwins, Dillingham's, they all changed Hawaii into what they wanted it to be by kind of manipulating behind the scenes. The last king of Hawaii was David Kalakaua. He was a 33rd degree worshipful master. You can see his statue in the Waikiki area. And so he was, you know, already uh, obviously groomed by these elites. He actually wanted to make a kingdom out of Polynesia by connecting all the Polynesian islands and making Hawaii the headquarters. So, you know, he'd obviously been... Groomed by the elites, and they, when he died, uh, his sister Queen Liliuokalani came in to power, and she was framed by businessmen. In a short version of the story, what it, what it's all about is basically the kingdom was in the way of sugar cane, which would would tax the kingdom would tax sugar, exported out of here. Well, the businessmen just wanted to get rid of the kingdom, and in order to do that, they. They framed her basically, and because uh, she broke the constitution that she signed, and so um, Hawaii became a territory. Not too long after that, it was annexed, and uh, uh, Sanford B. Dole became the uh, president of the first uh, plantation. Uh, uh, well, the first uh, territory of Hawaii. But, yeah, Hawaii was all about plantations before tourists. You had sugarcane and pineapple, and that's what brought people here to work. Workers came from all over the world. Chinese were the first culture, and what happened is, whenever a group of workers out of sugar plantation grumbled about paying conditions, they were threatened with replacement. And so the importation of non-Chinese workers began in the 1880s, which um, actually Japanese were brought in 1860, and you had all kinds of cultures, uh, Russians, Germans, a uh, few of them, but Portuguese, many, of many Portuguese came here, even Norwegians, uh, mainly though people from Asia. We have, um, you know, Filipinos, Koreans, and Chinese, Japanese, and Puerto Ricans, even all those cultures came here. They never left. They became part of Hawaii. Those cultures intermixed with native Hawaiians, Caucasians, that's Hawaii. It's a huge mix of cultures. Now, um, military interests were also part of the elite here, uh, Pearl Harbor was actually established as a military base in 1888, so, yeah, there's that, and so, um, this is, this is a, take. this is a stolen kingdom, you know, so, uh, that's, that's how Hawaii became a territory, now, later on in history, you had World War II, and w- after World War II, uh, the, people in power here thought that, you know, Hawaii had, uh, sacrificed so much of its life for the United States, but weren't getting the rights as a state. So the people that could vote, uh, in being a state voted it in, in 1959, that's how this became a state, but it's hardly a state, you know, it is, it is really, um, not, uh, a, it's not like any other state. So, um, with that, it's 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 its own country. It's a stolen kingdom. So that's a little brief history, but just to know that that's that's what happened out here. So what what are the islands are like? All the islands are different. I mean, um, not everything is paradise here. In fact, just the climate, ocean, beaches, rainforests, and mountains, and things like that—that's paradise. But the human part is far from perfect, as you can tell. I mean, the Hawaiian culture has been ravaged, you know. The Hawaiian people were were uh, basically um, modernized, but they became strangers in their own land. And if you want to find the native Hawaiians, you can look in homeless uh, homestead housing, jails, you know, not good. You know, not good what happened uh, to uh, the Hawaiians. But it's more than that, too. The elites have totally taken over Hawaii. Now... If you want to take a look, um, theres I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to this new program, so if I can't include, I think I can include slides, but let's say I don't because I don't know as of right now recording, uh, take a look at a map of Hawaii, and you can follow along if you like. If not, no worries, you know, but there are eight Hawaiian islands. There's Ni'ihau, there's Kauai, there's Oahu, there's Maui, Molokai, Lanai, Kaho'olawe, and the big island. So those are all the islands. Each one is totally different. Some of those you probably never heard of. Ni'ihau, being the very farthest west on the chain toward Asia, is an island that you can only be invited to. It's privately owned. There's about 125 Hawaiian, native Hawaiians, 100% live there. They actually speak Hawaiians, Hawaiian language, and they don't have electricity. They hunt, fish, grow their own food. That's Niihau, and it was made as a private island in the 1800s during the, the rampant disease outbreaks here, real diseases like smallpox, measles and leprosy. So that island became quarantined off, bought by the Robinson family of New Zealand from the king. And, you know, it's it, it's the same story all over. The Hawaiians or any native culture always gets the crap land. Niihau is not a pretty island. You can go on Google Earth, it's dry, it's not the best, but it is a preserve of the culture. Those people that live there actually have all the letters in the Hawaiian alphabet. So if you want real Hawaiian language, they never t- took out um, some of the letters uh, that the standardized version did. But ni'ihau, you're not going to. But that's just, you know, included in, in the description. So the next island over is Kauai. Kauai is our prettiest island, I would say. I'd say it's the most beautiful. Uh, it was never actually taken over by King Kamehameha, and so it surrendered, but it was it was it's kind of known as the separate kingdom. It's Some of the most beautiful scenery you can see the Nepali coast, uh, Waimea Canyon, and you can see uh, great, beautiful, uh, green lushness in the middle of that island. You got one of the rainiest places in the world, and it's a uh, it's an amazing spot. Unfortunately, it's been taken over by rich elites, including Mark Zuckerberg or Fuckerberg. Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he has. Um, upset the people there and he has become not a favorite and because he wants to build more on land that he can't or something like that. So, but anyway, you know, people like him live over there because the real estate is so high. So next on the chain is my island, Oahu. Oahu is the main island, you know, so 80% of us live here. This is where the city of Honolulu is where I'm at. Um, We also have the famous North Shore, we have Pearl Harbor, uh, you know, um, and, you know, we got over a million people on this island, actually about 1.4 when we have tourists here, we have a lot of people on this small island, very crowded, uh, lots to do here. We are occupied Hawaii, though, this is where the military has so much stuff, so many bases, in fact, even the X-band radar was stationed at Pearl Harbor for quite a while and so um this is where you can really see the gap in rich and poor because you can really see the the homelessness here is is massive due to to rich folks moving here and jacking up prices and half of the homeless are hawaiians and we have monsanto here and if if you want city though this is where you come you know this is where most people come first when they come to the hawaiian islands Good, bad, ugly—all of it here. You know, we have it all. And if you see my truth-filled trajectory videos on, the, you know, the slums of Hawaii, and the reason I, I do that is because I want to show people a side of Hawaii that you probably never seen before, and you probably never go. So that's what I did there. Is I uh, put those together. But yeah, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of issues in Hawaii. It's not perfect. It's far from paradise. This island is still beautiful. Has some really beautiful scenery. So don't get me wrong but we got a major population here. All right, moving along on the map, you got the Aui, the island of Maui. Maui is um, one of the favorites by a lot of visitors because it has a little bit of everything, and people like it. Um, it's not heavily populated. You got about 160,000 there. And Monsanto has done some... Take over there too. The main corruption there is that water has always been diverted from the Hawaiians and fed to sugarcane or the resorts. And really the big corruption to me is that island has become a, a suburb of California. May, may I call it Maui-fornia? That's what it is. I mean, if you want to go somewhere, sorry, Maui. I mean, I love the island, but the people there, you know, it's like it's like the most non-local island out of all the islands on the chain, and you don't even feel like you're in Hawaii people-wise because it's just a bunch of implants from California, rich, spoiled brats, a lot of them, and um, you know it's it is what it is. It has very beautiful variety of scenery. It's it's an awesome island, but the people there pissed me off personally and you know a lot of people f- that don't live on Maui will tell you the same thing but it is a beautiful island I'm sure you'll have fun visiting if you ever can go there but yeah Maui uh lots of um you know I got the one of the the third tallest mountain in Hawaii Haleakala 10,000 feet um got rainforest beautiful beaches so many different regions nice island though definitely now if you go up from Maui and It's just above it is the long, skinny island of Molokai. Molokai is um, famous for the Kalapapa Peninsula, which is a little thing that sticks out on the top of it. And that is actually surrounded by the world's tallest sea cliffs that are about 3,000 feet high. What they did there in the 1800s is they put people with leprosy and quarantined them off there. Now, think about that for a little bit that they quarantined. People that were sick off from the rest, rather than quarantine the people that are actually well. Uh, I think they can learn from the past, but anyway, it's a it's a really quiet island. There's about seven thousand five hundred people there, something like that. Uh, no stoplights. Uh, mostly native Hawaiians, and it's uh, you know it's it's a it's like going back in time. However, there's not much uh, for people that visit to do there. I don't think, uh, but if you want to get in touch with what Hawaii more so used to be, go to Molokai. But yet, yeah, corruption is gone there too. You know, you know, it's um, Monsanto has massive crops on Molokai. In fact, the name of the local baseball team, which is sponsored, I think, by Monsanto, is the Corn Stars. That's what they're called, Corn Stars. I mean, just kind of rubbing. Nastiness right in your face, even Monsanto. But yeah, Molokai. Now, if you go um, down below Molokai, you'll see the island of Lanai. Lanai or Lanai is a dry island. It's um, it's a privately owned island, and now that that probably raises some some interesting thoughts. You know, how could you own an island like that? Well, Dole Company bought the island for pineapple growing. It's no longer the pineapple island. They started resorts in the eight the eighties, and uh, I forget the billionaire's name who used to own it. Uh, Murdoch, not Rupert Mur- Murdoch, but another Murdoch owned it, and then uh, he sold it more recently to to um, uh, Larry Ellison, who is the owner of uh, of uh, Oracle. Anyway, so. It's got two real expensive resorts, one small town about three thousand people. You can go there. It's part of the state of Hawaii, but it's about ninety eight percent privately owned by some rich fuck. And basically, um, that's that's what reigns supreme here is all of the elite that have decided to you know buy up and come here and play golf here and stay here. You know, so Lanai, nice little island. If you can kind of. Uh, Ignore the fact that it's owned by a billionaire, all right? So then there's another island. I'm sure you've never heard of this one before, Kaho'olawe. Kaho'olawe is is uninhabited. Uh, it was actually used by the military as target practice for, I think, about 80 years. And not that they used an island for target practice. It is our smallest island, but, you know, they can do better than that. What they did is they would put... Jeeps and turn them over on their side, blow them up, or or tires and try to you know blow go right through the center. That that's what they did with um, target practice there. But they cracked the water table, so no one can live there. It's being restored by a Hawaiian group, but it is not um, a inhabitable island. It's hot, dry, no water. So yeah, they ruined that one. So the final island on the chain, um, and I hope I'm not boring you, but just kind of going through the islands so you kind of get the idea of what, you, what each one is like, um, the big island. And that is, you know, the biggest of all the islands. You can fit all the other islands inside it and still have more room. And it's very diverse in scenery. I mean, how many places can you go from a tropical beach to almost 14,000 foot mountains that have snow, Right. It has deserts, it has rainforests. Mauna Kea and Mauna Loa are the biggest mountains, but also has the active volcano Kilauea. It's actually comprised of five volcanoes, that island, huge. Uh, Hilo is the rainiest city in the United States on one side, and you have the dry uh, other side, Kona side, and you have some, you know, um, very rugged scenery on that island because it's our newest island so it's still being eroded not lots of beaches uh and it's more raw new land but it is uh it is um a very diverse island and well what what has happened there i would say is that it is um mainly just uh the the military uses some areas for training there, and it is pretty much just a uh, mix of many different regions, and I mean, if you've never seen anything like it, it has all the major climates in the world except for Arctic cold, but it's not for every visitor, you know, it's all, it's all um, just depends on uh, what you want out of, uh, of a visit to Hawaii, but yeah, very different, very different indeed, but those are the islands, there's eight Hawaiian islands on the chain. They all have had some type of corruption or takeover of some sort, so they all have had their share of of problems, and still do. So, um, another aspect of Hawaii is its people. So, with all this talk on racial equality and discrimination recently, we should look at Hawaii because these are these are islands. Everyone had to learn to tolerate each other, you know. And maybe that helped because they're islands. But I personally hate how the mainland United States takes race so seriously. You know, Hawaii makes jokes about each other's races and nobody even gets offended. And that's where people need to get to because we need to forget about each other's races and we really just need to, you know, go a level up and realize we're all humans. And, I mean, I think that naturally... We would do that if we didn't have a media that's constantly highlighting the fact that we're all different and that 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 it um, is a big deal. I mean, let's face it. We are all different. You know, cultures are never always going to get along. It's the truth. You know, some cultures just are different. Not necessarily wrong. Some maybe, yes. You know, but as far as cultures, you know, some people raised certain ways that may not be that good and in natural law but uh most likely uh it's it's uh it's hawaii has kind of overcome all these differences and it's just people learn to live and so take notes from hawaii if you want to get back on track in a place where you know everybody can live together uh hawaii is is uh very diverse. And in fact, here in the city of Honolulu, we're beyond just the cultures that have come here a long time ago to work in sugar and pineapple. You know, um, most likely when you walk around Hawaii, you will find multiple peoples of, of a different race on your same block. I mean, we have our, our base culture of locals. And then we have everyone who who has moved here or immigrated here. So Honolulu is extremely diverse. I mean, I can just tell you my block right here. I mean, my block, I have um, Hawaiian, Portuguese locals just living a little ways away, Vietnamese, uh, Albanians, Taiwanese, Tongans, Chinese, Japanese, uh, Australian, uh, and there's some people on the block from Detroit and Connecticut. And there's no problems. Everybody just is you know, chill. And people are all different, but, you know, and and, and that's just the way life is. I mean, maybe we, you can get real deep into it. I mean, maybe we were all seated by different extraterrestrial races. I mean, who knows? I mean, that's just, people are all different, and that's a fact of life. But there is a place in which people can get along, and it's by not... Worrying about each other's differences and I think part of Hawaii's humor is making fun of each other's races and that's why it's kind of cool like that because people have gone beyond that and it's not a big deal. So that's what the world needs to do in order to get over this, this, um, this uh, media manipulation that people have bought into about everything and just start getting on an even playing field and people just start to, you know, just live. Because here on my block, it's not even as diverse as some other areas yet. You know, um, you don't see any tensions. Just people, just just live. Very simple. Now, uh, now then, there's the downside of Hawaii too, and that is that Hawaii is actually a weird place, and there are some things about uh, society in Hawaii that is that is not great. And you know, I've always been an outsider to everything. I, I've always been, um, I don't feel like I belong to any culture totally, and I think that's where, I think that's good, I think that's where people should be. Uh, I've moved away, and the, the problem is, is a lot of people don't move away from where they live and come back to see it for what it really is, and that's what I've done, is I've, I've it took me to move away a few times to really see for what it is, good and bad, and uh it's important to do that for anybody who's just sort of stuck in their same scene. But it took me uh, a lot of times to kind of just realize, you know, that it's this this place here, Hawaii, is nothing like the rest of the United States. It should be its own country. You know, it's a place taken over by Westerners. The Hawaiians' land was taken away. Their culture was shamed. They even changed the alphabet. They, they changed uh, the way of life. And they're the actual native Hawaiians were branded as lazy because they didn't want to work in sugar I mean would you if you lived off the land and knew how to do it and why would you want to go work so um, the the westerners they changed the hula uh, they made it into the hula that you see today the slow dancing that was not the hula the hula was a fast paced hip dance and if you want to get look up Tahitian hula that's where you'll find you know the real hula it was changed by the missionaries. Uh, you know, the Hawaiian culture was changed a lot. They replaced their percussion percussion instruments and their chants with ukuleles and slack key guitars to mellow out the culture, to mellow out the warriors that were once here. So what you have as a base here is you have a native culture, which is hardly any of the t- population, but it is It is part of it, a native culture that was defanged and doled down on purpose by the controllers and got people eating terrible diets, got them away from their traditional diets. And we have, you know, high uh, diabetes, kidney disease, um, alcoholism, um, ice, smoking ice, methamphetamine is, is, is through the roof here. You know, and so you have that. And then you have a culture of replaced here by plantation workers from all over the world Who were at one time basically legalized slaves people that you know were willing to leave home and work here under pretty harsh conditions yes they're willing to work hard but for very little so you have people who are not even considered citizens for many generations here so you have this combination of people here a culture torn down by strangers that came here and now the hawaiians are strangers in their own land And then you have order-following cultures stemming from plantation workers. So that has largely, and please don't think completely, created an easily controllable, docile culture. Also add in that the Hawaiians uh, were welcoming, warm, had the aloha spirit that was trampled on by the people that came here and took it over. So um, what we have here is a big problem now and that's in today's today's modern hawaii uh you know there's a japanese proverb and i think a lot of other asian cultures adopt this too and that is the nail that sticks up the, the farthest gets hammered down well um it's similar in polynesian cultures as well you know no one goes outside the norm and so yes whole cultures can be wrong and it's not racist whole cultures can be wrong because they were told something a long time ago by emperors, kings, priests or whatever, priest class that were told that, you know, that they believe certain things that were brought down family generations. So we have a problem here. And you know, it it's it's not mean if it's true. Truth is independent of of emotion. It it is what it is. And so, uh, you know, so, I mean, really, the, the, what it boils down to, do you want to be of a culture or a race of a human? Do you want to be free or do you want to be enslaved? So why I'm saying this is what Hawaii is reacting like with this COVID-19 situation has shown its true colors people are unquestioning, scared stupid order followers and sheepdogs trying to control everybody else. I'm so disappointed in Hawaii's general reaction to this whole thing. Um, Hawaii now has no backbone. The gentle aloha spirit of giving has been trampled on, I mean, since the white settlers, but, and now it's being trampled on more than ever, but people don't consider it a local issue. I mean, the, the only time people go, uh, outraged here is when it's a local issue, when it's like, you know, local problems, but there's no big picture viewing. You know, they were going to build a telescope on Mauna Kea, Hawaii's tallest mountain. And I'm always backing indigenous rights. I'm always, I'm always behind it. Like, yeah, you know, don't upset a culture that's already been defanged and, and, and shamed and all that. But at the same time, that small picture viewing when there's already eight telescopes up there and we're being locked down by elites and so Hawaii has been dumbed down massively and kept from information it's true you know get upset i don't care you know it's it's like here it's like the government is following the handbook to united nations and the the world economic forum and it follows every policy being pushed by their agenda and people are not caring you know, I like Hawaii because most people don't really care about politics like the mainland, but also people are just not informed out here. You know, um, it's people are lacking that backbone to rise up when things are getting tough as is right now. Um, but yeah, you know, Hawaii is a territory turned into a state. It's not the normal circumstance, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be fighting back for what is true. It's far from perfect, you know. I love Hawaii's local culture, but it has a lot of ignorance too, mainly in the way of deeper understandings of the world. And, you know, that goes for the broader world as well. But I would say it's even worse here in that way. Hawaii has an absence of, uh, I would say, deep, creative, and in touch with self-culture, which is really showing its, its, its colors right now. And it sucks because it's just it's uh people are are going with whatever the government tells them and they're not fighting back at all because they think their lives are in danger it's it's a strange amalgamation hawaii of of people that have have not gotten its self-esteem back and its and in it, and it's identity is lacking in some ways so you know we do have those those issues here um music here has not really evolved much. Uh, We have a lot of people that copy other styles of music. You know there are there are great musicians here but you know only a handful of it's actually original and so you know we have those those issues but right now it's really coming out with this situation and I think you know what it is is a lot of people here just like everywhere else need to travel to other places and get their mind out of the island stuck ways. So that's what we're facing right now, and it's, and it's really hard. As of this recording, you know, I'm seeing no pushback to the government. People just kind of accept it, bend over, and take it. And it's unfortunate, but Hawaii's really not pushing back, like, even worse than most places. And the lockdowns here are getting pretty severe, you know? And I don't want to get into that too much, but I'm just going to let you know. And that's how I'm feeling at the moment. It's really frustrating. Um, but bypassing the natives here, Hawaii is a magical place, and ultimately I love Hawaii. You know, it's many things, and what I love about it is it has so many amazing spots with amazing energy that it has. It's This is what keeps me here. Mana is a spiritual energy. The, this island has uh, still, in areas, some of that energy, but maybe a little less than some of the other islands that have less people, but mana is an energy, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a a feeling you're going to get if you go places here. Uh, Hawaii's in my blood. It's part of my being. So this land is like no other place. This land is, is, and that's why we get so many visitors because it's, it's uh, one of the most beautiful places in the world. And And I ventured into the South Pacific and it's beautiful, but none of the islands. Or island chains have have what Hawaii has there's a rich variety of scenery and vibes here that you just can't get anywhere else and i would say that the supernatural is closer the veil is thinner here i mean there you know people have more ghost stories and spirit stories here than anywhere i've ever been there there's spirits and crazy energies that are well just kind of hard to explain but and so there's a lot and that's why visitors love Hawaii, too, because it just has so much um, mixes of beauty. And, and at every turn, if you're driving around an island, you're going to see, you know, something dramatic. And I would say that it's protected, too. I'm, I mean, I'm not sure on this because our, our um, governments have the powers of gods with weather manipulation and who knows. But... Um, as of recently, we've, we've had so many close brushings by hurricanes, yet they didn't happen. A couple years ago, we had Hurricane Lane that just spin around. It was a, a category four and just spun around in a circle going like two miles an hour and disappeared because of wind shears. And we just had another one recently too. That's similar sort of scenario. So, um, either Hawaii is being protected by spirits or whatever you want to call it, um, or being battled by military tech. I don't know. I'd like to think that the uh, protected by spirits is a better thing, but you know we have a lot of military here. Or if you look at the the missile crisis of Hawaii, listen to episode one thirteen, and um, in one of the stories of that, which is strange stories from Hawaii, I talk about the missile crisis that happened here. And in that story, uh, at the end, a news clip actually caught a picture of some UFOs. They didn't even know they caught it, but it was, you know, um, after the scare was over. And so some, sometimes I wonder if we're being protected by, you know, extraterrestrials here. I mean, I know that sounds a little out there, but it may not be, because uh, if you check out my UFO visit video on Truth-Filled Trajectory on my YouTube channel, you can see that, you know, there is that activity here, <clears throat> excuse me, but yeah, um, Hawaii's a magical place, a lot of people fall in love with Hawaii, and they're visiting here, so then they want to move here, now that's, a, that's an issue, and I want to go over that a little bit too. You know, because people say to me when I travel, oh, how lucky I, I am to live here. And in one yeah, one way, yeah, I'm, I'm really lucky to live here, and and then they wish they could live here. People go, oh, I wish I could live there. But in truth, Hawaii is not for everybody. Um, there's a lot of things here that people should consider before they even attempt to move here. First of all, visit, for one thing. But visitors don't really get an accurate feeling of, of how it is to live here because visiting is one, one feeling when you're on vacation, but when you're actually living here, it's another, it's another thing. Uh, the things that people should take into consideration when, when actually wanting to move here is the distance from everywhere. We're the most isolated island chain in the world. We're 2,400 miles away from the closest continent or island groups. So, um, You know, you're going to be far from your family. You're far from anywhere that is of any place, period. I mean, Asia's still at least closest flight is Japan at about seven and a half hours away. So we're far from all things. And, And that's one issue is people will miss their family. They won't be able to see them as much, their loved ones. Uh, and if you don't make a lot of money, you're not going to be able to afford a ticket to get out of here that often. So you are on an island, and people ask me, you know, oh, do you get island sickness? Um, And in my particular life, I don't, but I live on this island, which has a lot of people, a lot of things to do, and you don't really get that because you just sort of get distracted by that. Um, Now, on the other islands, I, I can't really say. I've lived on a few of them, and I feel that you could easier... Get that island sickness more easily than here uh, but that's just you know depends on the individual I think Hawaii's not for everybody too because it's fucking expensive Hawaii is really expensive and, and so how people live here is different because it's been so expensive for a long time you know California is really expensive but we have higher food prices and what you get for a house here is is a lot less than you would get in California. Uh, so in Hawaii we live we, we live a life that's quality over quantity, you know? Which I feel is better really, but we live a life where we don't really, you know, spend as much time in our houses because we have the year-round outdoor climate. And um, and, and it, it seems to be uh, that people really take their enjoy the little things here. And are not as materialistic and don't fill these big houses up with a bunch of junk, you know, because we don't have much space. But um, there's a lot to consider when looking at Hawaii as a place to live or because somebody, the reason why I'm going over this a bit too is because somebody emailed me, you know, with things going bad all over the world. They're like, well what if we lived in Hawaii? And, well, there's a lot to consider. I mean, one thing is, too, normal times, you have to be able to tolerate year-round tourism. And maybe that sounds all right at first, but it can be annoying. And some people that visit here, they need to be put in check. And people that move here, too. But I I see so many people, too, here who are mostly old-time transplants, that have moved here a while ago, living in smaller communities, who are are edgy about tourism here, but forget that that's the main industry here. That's the lifeblood. Tough. It's part of Hawaii. So you have to, you know, um, you know, endure that. And if you work in tourism, then it wouldn't be as big of a deal. But, you know, it it is here. And that's just, you know, it's a beautiful place. People want to come. That's what we got. Now, um, another thing that people really would have a hard time with, I think the most here, is culture change. It's important to understand that this is not the mainland, and it never will be. This is not the mainland United States. Different things apply out here. Hawaii is its own culture that formed here on its own before it was America. So it really isn't America. It's occupied Hawaii, and you need to always know that. Even just never thinking about moving here, it's good to know this stuff. Uh you have to come here completely humble to new ways. You have to come here with a a a willing to learn and understand how it is here. And you may not realize that if you're coming from, let's say, the mainland US, the other forty-eight states, you know, that your ways from there might be offending people here. And that even includes visitors too. You know, maybe you've heard that somebody came over here and they got beat up by locals. You, you hear that once in a while. You might hear that some, somebody came over here and got pummeled by locals. Chances are that person was being an ignorant asshole. Because that doesn't just happen generally unless someone's really asking for it. And some, some locals here won't tolerate you acting like an ass. It's about how you carry yourself. It's, it's really, and again, you have to come here humble to what's here. And certain people will not be tolerated here. People in Hawaii are usually pretty nice. Aloha spirit does still exist. People are more caring, giving a look you in the eye. But when you trample on that, people get angry. And that's how someone could get beat up. And you have to learn how to be, you know? I mean, here, because of the cultures being non-white... Nobody likes the loudmouth caucasians from the mainland coming over here with that arrogance. That's that's a beatdown waiting to happen, you know? So white American culture is not the thriving culture here. It's not never was. So if you're too out for self and taking advantage of Aloha here, you won't make it. You won't. And people here can tell that you're too mainland. You know, we call mainland the other 48 states. Or 49 states, you know. Um, and certain communities, you can get away with being more like that, more mainland. But, um, you know, places like here on this island, like Kailua on this island, or I call California, or North Shore, or a, a lot of Maui, you know, where the locals are outnumbered and, and mainland asshole mentality is not put in check as much. But that doesn't mean that you won't get put in check in other areas, you know. And so you people need to again come here humble, which they're not doing, uh, especially right now where when people are always they're 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 wanting to you know move here. You know, if you're coming from the East Coast of the United States, you're gonna want to really learn how to slow down because here, people are slower. Hawaii's never been that fast-paced economic booming place. It's a place that has its own vibe. So you really want to, you know, slow down and, you know, honk and all that. No, don't do that. That's not how you do that. Here, not the way. And, you know, I keep mentioning Californians. Well, I got a problem with them. You know why? Because we get the worst ones. We get the rich, elite ones that come over here. So, you know, this is the latest takeover of Hawaii we we've had an invasion of asshole rich elite californians that need to be kicked off the islands that's right they need to be kicked off you know they they form little cliques here they think they're all entitled and they think they're local but they're not they're spoiled brats they bring their arrogant spoiled unfriendly attitudes here and everyone always everyone that, had, that comes here is always like these extra rich people that everything's always been easy for them. They don't know what it is to be from here. They pronounce the words incorrectly, and they don't even know true aloha. And if if there was such thing as an island pass, I'd revoke these types of people. I would. You're like, nope, sorry, You're not allowed here. You know, the problem with a lot of California rich people, and even the aggregate of everyone from there, you know, and not not individuals that are cool and if you're from there then you know you're you're and you're you're cool you're cool right but is the, the problem from is is that these people don't think their shit doesn't stink they think their shit doesn't stink that but the only place that they belong is California that's it and these types are ruining Hawaii they ruin their state and then they need to to and then they, they go to somewhere else and ruin that place because they forgot that they're going somewhere new, and especially when you come into Hawaii. So those kind of people, you know, I'm sick of them. And I think more people here are starting to get sick of them because we're getting too many of them. And another thing that um, is different here is driving. Driving is, is, is a different pace here because some communities still have aloha here, you know, you're not going to hear honking. And if you do honk, that is actually like calling somebody out for a fight. Because people here in the culture generally don't honk unless, it's, you know, you're trying to alert somebody. You know, and there are slow speed limits here. Yeah, 55 miles an hour is pretty average. 60 miles an hour is as fast as you can go here. And so, um, and there's that. And then there's bad traffic. This island, well, pre-COVID, had... Some, some of the worst traffic in America now. I don't know. You know, things are really slowing down. But all the islands have bad traffic, whether it's a big city like this one or not, because they weren't meant to be like this. So they've all gotten really crowded. So you have to tolerate traffic, driving slower. And some communities, if you don't let someone in, you know that's also possibly grounds for getting scolded or fight. Yeah. So yeah, driving's different. Also, you have to be able to tolerate English as a second language. Tool. And, and sometimes that's hard you know, for some people. And, and even those that speak English well enough, you may not understand at first. So, you know. And then another thing is that Hawaii is usually always behind. We're always one of the last states to get things and um, just behind in general because we're here. We're not connected to the, the land physically. We're out here. Well, so Hawaii's, you know, a lot of things. And what I'm concerned about now is what's going to happen to Hawaii now, you know, in this present time of this recording with this COVID-19 lockdown, second lockdown now here in August of 2020. I I fear Hawaii's in for the worst soon if we don't get tourism back, you know. I agree that Hawaii has over tourism, definitely. Um, Tourism and traveling, though is what this place feeds off of. And I personally think tourism and traveling is one of the best things that we have in the lockdown world before, you know, before this COVID stuff. It's one of the best things. In fact, it's oftentimes the only time when people actually get to live. So it's important. Um, but yeah, at the time of this recording, we still don't have tourism back. and it, and, it, and if it keeps up, and the world goes into massive recession, this will no longer be the same place. Sure, the beautiful beaches, mountains, and ocean, and all that's going to be here, but the the way of life is, uh, you know, going to change. And so that's the present time here in Hawaii, is, is, you know, that things could go into a serious recession, serious recession with the rest of the world too, but here, being reliant on tourism, there's not going to be much here. So we're all a little worried about that, and in the present time, but we'll see where it goes. But yeah, as you can see, Hawaii is a lot of things, and I just thought I'd put together this episode because I just wanted uh, to share with you what it's really like here, and give you your mind a little break from all the the other things that are happening in the world right now, and just kind of just. See a place for what it is, so you know that's that's the land in which I broadcast from. Uh, I love Hawaii; it's a beautiful place. I really don't feel like living anywhere else. We're having some hard times right now, but yeah, so is the world. But um, you know, Hawaii is a, a, a incredible place. If you've never visited, and hopefully you can check it out, and it is uh, you know the fiftieth state, but it's really occupied Hawaii. So that kind of concludes this episode. Uh, but I'll be giving you more episodes. This is part of a double episode. I'm going to give you another episode on the same day. Uh, I can't remember the last time I did that on Chant Down Radio. But, yeah, I hope that you enjoy this podcast. I like to give you variety so you can dive into many subjects and just sort of go wherever that you want to take it. And j- there's a lot of different things that we look at here trying to uh, find the truth out of everything, and that includes this episode too. Well, in these times, you have to be a real warrior, and not a worrier. Don't watch mainstream news, block it out as much as you can, don't believe it, and uh, try to try to get your head above water and, and uh, you know, get into the real things that, that life is all about. Much love, you guys. Chant it down.